0: Good morning, Fantasy Baseball. My name is Tony Sincada. A little late this morning. Yesterday was my birthday. All you well-wishers, absolutely thank you for getting it done. And uh, I had a wild day as I uh, worked all day. I worked all day. I don't work that much, and then usually yesterday was crazy. So, uh, you know what? You get to a certain age, you can still get out there and get the job done. hell. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So you got to look at the positive side of things. Now, today is one of the things that um, when I put together my teams, and you're getting ready to draft, and you're drafting teams, pitching is a, a spot I pay close attention to. My emphasis has changed over the years where I've talked about in an earlier podcast that I find the elite pitchers. To the good pitchers is a lot bigger drop off than the elite hitters to the good hitters. I mean, every hitter in baseball nowadays hits 20 home runs. Uh, you just don't want to get the guys that hit 210 and 220, right? That hits that. Now, there's only 15 players, I think, that had enough at bats to qualify in Major League Baseball last season uh, that had under 20 home runs. So here's the here's what I'm looking at. When you do your drafts, you got to pay attention to strikeouts. And the reason I say that is let's let's look at this. There's five pitching categories in standard leagues. Wins, which there is a great amount of luck involved, especially in today's baseball. Where we have pitches coming out of games early and bullpens coming in, and bullpens are responsible for at least at least thirty three percent of the game, most times more. So if you can't really judge wins, and no starting pitcher is going to get a save, all of a sudden now we're drafting pitchers that are only contributing to three categories. So you look at that number, and if you're going to give strikeouts away, now these pitchers better be dominating in ERA and WIP. Now the top guy that wasn't a strikeout guy last season, and I'm going to use 8.50 as the indicator of uh, strikeouts, is Zach Granke, now of the Houston Astros. Now, Granke's ERA was 2.93 last year. Granke, I remember when he came in the league. I was actually living in Kansas City when Granke came in the league. And I can't believe he's 36 years old, man. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. So Granke last year, if you want to take all the metrics and throw them together, it's so right around the ninth best pitcher in fantasy baseball. That being said, I don't have Granke on a single team this year. And it's interesting because he pitched actually in the great hitters ballpark in Arizona. So you come over from National League to the American League, a lot of times your numbers will go up as a pitcher. Uh, but he went from one of the bet- ballparks. Of course, that was a great hitters ballpark. But with Greinke, with those strikeout totals dipping, you're looking at a finesse pitcher that's going to try to keep the ball on the ground. And in the past, we've seen Zach Granke. In 2014, it was 9.21. In 2017, 9.56. And then 2018, 8.62. So he has a chance to pick up the strikeout totals. But he is getting older. I don't have him on a single team. I always like Zach Greinke. But I just think there's risk involved with a guy that's going higher in drafts. Now, if he he falls because other people are looking at the strikeout totals as well, and then you get a bargain for Greinke, go ahead. But it's real interesting because when you look at another guy, you go right around at Lucas Giolito, right? Say Giolito's got the strikeout totals. He's only done it for one season. Do you go in on Giolito and then leave Zach Cranky on the board? Uh, Zach, the whip is good there, too. I mean, we're looking at a whip uh, last year of 0- 0.98. Uh, it hasn't been since 2016, where his whip was at 1.27. He's dominated since then. So, Granke is the first guy uh, that you're looking at that didn't have the strikeout totals that goes as one of those elite pitchers. And, hey, we know what we're getting from Zach Granke. I probably wouldn't draft him in the first six, seven rounds. He'd have to fall down to me there. There. Because a lot of times, too, with these pitchers, when you get up there in age, but Zach Greinke's in good shape, people generally are in good shape uh, these days. You see these guys playing uh, to a later age. And a lot with those bullpens as well uh, go there. So you got to be careful uh, with pitchers here. Another guy that everybody surprised last year, and actually it was one of the, the biggest... Probably overachievers of draft position uh, was Hunchy Ryu, right? But now again, Ryu switching leagues and you have a great opportunity here because he doesn't go as high as Zach Ranky, right? He falls down in those drafts and people are going to be looking at Ryu and saying, Huh, I got myself a bargain at this late in the draft and you got to say to yourself is it really a bargain with Hanji Ryu remember i say it again you can't chase wins he's not going to get any saves rotisserie baseball's all about the categories you got to pay attention to the categories forget the names forget the numbers we're talking about a 32-year-old pitcher. 32-year-old pitcher. Going from the National League to the American League. To a great, great ballpark, right? With Rayu, Great ballpark for hitters. And now, we're going to get all over. Mr. Rayu, And yet, he's a guy that I won't have on a single team of mine. Not a single team. K per nine, 8.03 last year. year prior to that, 9.73. 8.24, 7.71, 8.23. So in 2018, he had a spike uh, to his strikeout totals. Um, you look at what he has done uh, from the ERA, though. It hasn't been since, hell, this guy's consistent, consistent. But I'm a little scared about him switching the leagues and getting that thing over four. He pitched in Dodgers Stadium and Chevy's rain and was absolutely a great pitcher's ballpark. Pitched in National League, got a, a pitcher in that batting order, got a poor catcher after that, and just easier to pitch in the National League. That being said, Han Shea Ryu will not be on any of my teams. If you go back to last year, uh, on my rosters, I had everybody that would strike out at least one K per nine. There were two pitchers that I had for the front of the season and the end of the season uh, on some of my teams. And one was Yanni Cherenos of the uh, Tampa Bay Rays in the first half of the season. Uh, He pitched pretty well. I had all these strikeout guys, including some uh, relievers that I would throw in there. And especially relievers are huge if you play in leagues where you make daily changes. You can really make up innings with some quality relievers if you put them on your bench. And the end of the year, Adrian Hauser, who uh, was a guy that pitched out of the bullpen, uh, was using the rotation in Milwaukee. And I actually like Hauser uh, this season. Uh, speculation but those guys didn't have the strikeout totals other uh, that pictures other that are on my roster today so i was always careful on my strikeouts per nine and i'm always getting strikeouts i really really don't look at anyone with a k per nine under 8.50 uh jose Berrios is a guy You know what? As good as we think he is, and the strikeout totals could rise with Berrios, It's 14-8 last season at a 3.68 ERA. 3.68 ERA. So the Twins have a great offense. Berrios should be in position uh, to get wins on that team. We expect great things. They have a great batting order. And the one weakness you see in the Twins is their rotation. Uh, But Berrios is the guy that leads that rotation. And we have expect great things from Jose Berrios this season. He's a guy that doesn't have the K per nines that I would actually can look at and actually draft on some of my teams. 3.68. He goes and drafts right after a lot of the elite pitchers go. And uh, Berrios is a guy that I think uh, we could see improvements as far as Strikeout totals and get right to that right around that nine level. Uh, last year, through the fastball, 55% of the time, which was down uh, from years past, which was 60, 61 of the time. He got his changeup working last year. Uh, he uses that 15% of the time. So he's a fastball changeup pitcher uh, with an occasional curveball thrown in there. And the curveball you see uh, about every three or four pitches uh, from Jose Berrios, and as he refines those skills, I think the strikeout totals will actually come up. The difference between Jose Berrios and the pitchers I mentioned with Granky and Rayu, Granky and Rayu 32, 36. They are what we got. If you draft a Jose Berrios, we're looking at a, a younger pitcher uh, that can refine his skills and show improvement in his game at 25 years of age that you can go ahead and, and draft him, and I think you get the strikeout upside as opposed to those other pitchers. The other pitchers have done it before, but it was three, four years ago uh, with them. Another pitcher that you look in here that doesn't have the strikeout totals uh, that you want to get. And, you know, one other thing that you can look at, too, on the strikeout totals, it's always hard to gamble on health and draft based on health because it only takes one fluke thing to throw it out of the window. And... It gets back to the argument, is staying healthy a skill? I remember Will Carroll uh, used to define that as a skill, uh, staying healthy. Uh, but, you know, with today's arm injuries, you just never know if that's going to be a skill. Mike Soroka, Atlanta Braves pitcher, 7.32 Ks. Uh, this is a guy that had a 2.68 ERA last year. If you look at the FIP and the xFIP. fip It's still under four. So Soraka is a guy you you could target uh, there. But those K totals, 7.32, very, very low totals. Mike Soraka is a guy that I will not have on any of my teams there because I'm just giving away too much there. And then I'm really, really counting for him to be advantageous to my team I'm really counting on an uptick uh, in strikeouts. I need the ERA and WHIP to be as effective as it was last year. And, of course, 13-4 record. He can win 13 games. He's going to go 13-4. and um, That's hard to bank on. And you look at this Braves team. They're going to be good again. And if this guy takes the ball, he's going to be in every opportunity to uh, grab that. Uh, We're talking about a pitcher, too, with Soraka, that the whip at every level has been great. Uh, The only time it wasn't great was his first time touching Major League Baseball in 2018. It was 1.44. But it was his first trip up to the Majors. It was a short window size. I. I'm going to give Sirocco a pass there. And like we say with the uh, Jose Berrios, this is a pitcher that's 22 years of age, right? 22 years of age. Is there a chance that this guy could have an opportunity to go ahead and increase those striker totals? Well, a lot like Berrios, he's a three-pitch pitcher. Fastball, 63% of the time, slider, 24% of the time, and the changeup, 12% of the time. Yeah, there's a chance It's a young pitcher, you don't want to write him off, but that number is so low that where I feel like Jose Berrios can get me closer to nine uh, and have a better opportunity than Mike Soraka, I would absolutely fall in love with that situation. Uh, Soraka also, last year, uh, the benefit of a 2.80 batted balls in play, so did have a little luck on his side last season with Mike Soraka. Now, a guy that has fallen off and looks like he's getting worse, uh, Jose Quintana, last year, his K-9 per was 8, his ERA was 4.68, but it was the opposite. Jose Quintana's batted balls in play was 3.26, so he was unlucky. And those numbers are reflected in his, his FIP at 3.80. So his FIP was almost uh, 1.25, lower than his ERA. So Quintana's a guy that later in your drafts is there. It shows some unluck, but he hasn't pitched well in spring training either. And you don't want to get too caught up in the numbers in spring training because you're talking about a short sample size. But if I just go by the numbers, Jose Quintana is a guy you can get in the last couple of rounds that doesn't strike people out. But the guy's had a decent career. If you're talking about end of rotation pitcher at 31 years of age, this guy shouldn't be done. He shouldn't be in the recyclables, right? Not yet, with Jose Santa Can't put him in the recyclables. His number indicate that his numbers last year suffered from some bad luck. And if you're talking about in the last round, last two rounds, you're not going to find a caper K-9 guy. Cantana. Uh, the only time he went over nine was 2017, 9.87. That was when it went from the White Sox to the Chicago Cubs in in that season. Um, do we see a dimin- diminishment in skills from Jose Quintana? What we see from Jose Quintana is a 91.4 fastball. Back in 2016, he was at 92.1, but he's lost his cutter. He does not throw his cutter anymore. Um, in 2012, he came in the league. He was not throwing at 25% of the time. 2017, he just stopped. He just went curveball, changeup, and that's the difference in Jose Quintana. So those pitchers right there, some good names. Zach Granke, guy I don't have on any roster. Hanse Ryu, a guy I will never draft. Jose Berrios, doesn't have quite the numbers, and that doesn't that's why he's not in with those elite pitchers on the striker totals. I think you can get there. Mike Soraka, 22 like years of age, man. A lot of you guys are in love with young players. The guys in Dynasty League, absolutely. But sl- let's slow it down on a redraft league. And I got it could be a flyer for you. In the last round, Jose Quintana. Tony Scott, good morning, Fantasy Baseball. We'll be back on Monday. Good luck, everybody.